Wow, we get a load of that intro, guys, huh? Talk about, I mean, that just sounds like a million bucks, you know? <laughs> uh, once we can get the budget up around here, you know, I'll be the first to say it. Things will get infinitely better by tenfold. Anyway, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, everyone. My name is Hector Servin, and this is the Post Park Broadcast, our, our first episode. If you haven't listened to the prelude episode, I guess you would call it, then really no immediate worries. You know, I will tell you what we're about right now. Uh, in like one sentence. So Post Park Broadcast is a theme parks entertainment slash news show. We'll be talking about news reveals, literally anything theme park. And uh, yeah, welcome again. Pretty much, you know, today I had a lot planned originally, but I didn't want to drag on the first episode necessarily. So I figured I'd contain it a little bit. And today we're going to be talking about the things that we can expect in Walt Disney World in 2022. And saying 2022 is still like insane. It's an unfathomable. I can't. It makes me sick a little bit. <laughs> uh, Universal, they recently had um, a little like meeting, shareholders meeting, and they're like, yeah, Epic Universe will be ready in 2025. That is not a real year. Please do not say that. That scares me. I'm so scared right now. I ugh, gives me shivers. But anyway, we're here to talk about Today's episode, we're, we'll talk about that next week. We'll talk about that next week. How about that? For today's episode, as I said, we're going to get into the things that we can expect coming to Walt Disney World Resort in 2022. We have some things coming right around the corner, some entertainment stuff that I know, I know a lot of people are going to be happy to see the return of. So let's just get right into it, huh? Now, as I said, literally right around the corner, uh, February 11th is going to see the start of the new Disney Adventure Cavalcade. Uh, apparently, this cavalcade is going to feature nearly 30 Disney Pixar characters. That is quite a lot of characters. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> uh, they released a little picture of it. There is characters on there. Uh, if I can do it from memory, it is Aladdin, Genie, the raccoon from Pocahontas. I'm sorry, Pocahontas herself, Marie from Aristocats. Uh, Woody and Jesse from Toy Story, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Uh, Miguel, this is actually going to be Miguel's debut at Magic Kingdom in his little mariachi suit uh, as Mexican. Uh, I'm Yes, that's a big yes for me. We've got Merida. Oh, if you had the chance to change your fate, would you? Then we have Jose and Panchito, another favorite of mine from the Three Caballeros. Um, I think I may be missing the someone in between here, but we have Judy Hopps and... Michael Bluth, <laughs> um, Nick, I think his name is from Zootopia. We've got Moana at the very top. Now, obviously, that is not 30 characters, so I'm sure they're saving some other ones or maybe they're characters we've already seen. But that's going to be very exciting. I do like the idea of the cavalcade if if it really just kind of hangs around and you get to go take pictures and stuff. I wonder if they'll do all 30 characters at once or if it'll be a rotating list of characters that come out. I'm, I'd like to think it's all at once, but we'll have to wait till February 11th to see. And that, again, right around the corner. And then after that, uh, literally just days later, <laughs> is going to be the debut of the new and enhanced Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. This is going to be performed out there in the Cinderella Castle stage. Now, I'm fairly certain this is the one that's always been there recently. Um, it's going to feature favorite scenes inspired by Frozen, Tangled, Princess and the Frog, and it was announced that it'll have a new opening and a new finale. And I'm sure maybe throughout the opening of the finale is when they'll have the brand new song, Where the Magic Feels Like Home. I 
you know, we're just going to have to wait and see what that sounds like. If it's going to be a reggae, a ska track, maybe Disney's getting into ska, <laughs> pop, pop rock, you know, you'll never know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, then March 9th, this is the one that I feel is the biggest one. I feel, yeah, out of, out of these three, this is the one that people I feel are going to go crazy for. March 9th. Can I get a drum roll, please? It's the Festival of Fantasy. Yeah, that's right. The parade, Festival of Fantasy, is returning on March 9th. I, again, out of the three pieces of entertainment that are coming back, Festival of Fantasy, I know 100% is going to be the, the biggest one that everyone's looking forward to. I know a lot of my friends are very excited for this one. I'm sure they'll be there as well. Uh, you know, I personally am not a fan of parades or stage shows. However, Festival of Fantasy is one. It's like a staple. Come on. You know, even if you don't like the entertainment stuff, once you hear Festival of Fantasy, you know, as you're rushing to Haunted Mansion while everybody's waiting for the parade, once you hear Festival of Fantasy, it's so hard not to turn around and be like, oh, I love that. You know, like just hearing it makes you happy. It's so much fun. Maleficent is coming back. I can't remember when that whole incident with Maleficent burning down was. That seems like for ages ago, but Maleficent will be returning in all her humongous steampunk glory. And yeah, I mean, again, if you're a huge fan of Festival of Fantasy, get ready because it's it's coming back, baby. But before we continue on to the next thing really quick, uh, it's worth mentioning that in the postpark that's me. That's not them. <laughs> in the Disney Parks blog where they announced the dates for Festival of Fantasy and the other entertainment options, at the very end, they do hint that Fantasmic and Finding Nemo, the great big blue and beyond show, will be getting their announcement dates revealed at a later time. So I guess, you know, that at least you know that it's maybe coming back this year. Should be fun. I think someone shared a photo where the water was filled up like the theater was filled up for phantasmic so it seems like it's getting ready to announce the date uh, but when they do you know you can be sure that postpark broadcast will deliver you the accurate dates of those shows so yeah a little cheeky plug for myself right there but let's continue now quite possibly the biggest thing that is coming to Walt Disney World Resort in March, um, maybe even just in general, is going to be the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. If you're not familiar with the Galactic Star Cruiser, it's pretty much this new experience. It's a really cool concept in theory. It Think of uh, immersive theater plus hotel meets uh, role-playing. It sounds like it's going to be cool. Pretty much once you go, you stay at the Galactic Star Cruiser. You are immersed in the world of Star Wars. The real world does not exist the minute you step into this thing, right? <laughs> like real world is gone. You now solely live in Star Wars land, Star Wars world. Sorry. Everyone on the ship is going to be act. Well, they should be. They're going to be acting like that's all they live and breathe Star Wars. That's the only world they know. Uh, and you're kind of expected to play along with that, too. So it's really for like people who who don't want to live in real world and want to live in Star Wars world. I mean, it's for everybody. And I mean, it's for people who can afford it. <laughs> Certainly, uh, it sounds very interesting. Now, the, recently, there's been a lot of drama. This sounds like it. it OK, in theory, again, it sounds awesome, right? But so far, the marketing for this has been less than stellar i mean the this the excitement has gone from pretty pretty high up to just kind of crashing down day by day it seems um 
every piece of marketing that they show for this thing, like the inside of the the hotel, the ship is called the Halcyon. Everything that they show from the inside is just making people want to go to it less and less. Uh, From the promotional stuff they have showed off, the bridge kind of seems a little too clean to it seems cheap like some of the experiences that they show on the bridge even the lightsaber training stuff that josh tomorrow showed off at d23 they all feel just a little cheap and cheap is not a word that you want associated with this thing right now because mind you this thing is costing you about four to five thousand (laughs) dollars and so far they have not shown anything that kind of warrants that price tag So coming March 1st is going to be the maiden voyage. So that's going to be the first day that people are going to experience this thing. You know, March 1st is going to be a a date to look forward to. And I I personally am very excited to see what happens, what comes out of that. If the response is positive, you know, if maybe just the marketing isn't doing a good job of kind of showing you what the experience is going to be like, or if it's just really in actuality, not that good. I don't know. I'm hoping that it's good, right? You, We never want any new experience to be bad, especially something like this. Like this is something that is, I don't want to say revolutionary, but it's new. It's, you know, it's thinking beyond what we know in terms of theme park experience and just entertainment experiences in general. So I want it to be good, right? I want it to be good. But so again, so far, it's not looking too hot. And also, Josh Tomorrow came out at D, uh, Destination D23, and he's like, hey, I got some cool Star Wars stuff for you. And, and he pulls out the retractable lightsaber. So he's on stage, they cut the lights a little bit, and the lightsaber, you know, shoots from the hilt, and it comes up, and it lights up. It's a fully retractable lightsaber. I'm almost fairly certain that that lightsaber is only for people that work at the hotel, like actors, the employees and actors or in Galaxy's Edge. I do not think that regular guests can buy it. Why would you show me something if I couldn't have it? Come on, don't don't tease me like this, Josh, please. But another cool thing that they've done recently is, again, the Galactic Star Cruiser, you're meant to kind of play along. You're supposed to immerse yourself in this experience you pretend like you're you're role playing right so to role play you might think well it'd be a lot easier if i had some star wars clothes well they have put some star wars gear clothes like full outfits pretty much on shop disney it looks really cool i i personally i hopped on to see if i could maybe get some even though you know i'm not i don't got four almost five thousand dollars to go spend on this two night stay at on this ship but the clothes that they put on Shop Disney looks awesome. I tried grabbing something. Uh, 70 bucks, I think, is a fairly decent price for some of the just regular basic clothes that they have. However, I do believe, again, you're paying for almost $5,000. I think that a complimentary piece of clothing should have been included in your stay. You know, I feel like that would just help tremendously for people who are staying that are like, well, you know, maybe... Maybe giving them the clothes will help them immerse themselves even more or play along with the role play, you know. But that's a story for another time, I guess. I, I tried grabbing something and pretty much like mediums and up were sold out, which is insane. So I'm hoping that at least they gave people who are actually staying on the Halcyon, uh, I hope they gave them like an advance, like, you know, hey, 
you guys can buy this clothes before we put it out publicly, because if not, that sucks. <laughs> like if you're booked to go to the Halcyon or to stay on the Star Cruiser and you missed out or you can't get the Star Wars clothes because they sold out, that would suck. So I hope that they gave those people a little bit of a heads up before they publicly allowed people to buy it. Uh, when it gets available, though, you know, I, I'm definitely going to try to pick something up because it, it actually looks pretty cool. Hello, everyone. It's Hector from the future. Uh, as I was editing this, I did manage to see on the interwebs that once you try to cart the clothing, it actually has to link to your Disney account and it has to check if you have reservations. So the Star Wars official Star Wars clothing is only for people with reservations. So that's I do. I'm happy about that. You know that only the people that are going can can get it because it'll help. A lot. I still think that a piece of article or some outfit should be included in your trip. Uh, I think that should be included for four, almost five thousand dollars. I also hate that I can't get it myself because I don't have or don't want to spend four thousand, almost five thousand dollars right now. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd come in and uh, you know correct that little mistake, I guess you could say. But back to your back to the show. So again, March 1st is a date that uh, I personally am looking forward to uh, because we're going to, we, we know, we'll see what happens, I guess, with the Star Cruiser. It's, I feel like it's make or break. It's make or break for a lot of the higher ups. Personally, that's how I feel. That's not insider, you know, anything. But I feel like people aren't really happy with the state of the parks right now at Disney World. And, you know, I'm not happy, Bob. I'm not happy one bit. So I feel like it's going to be make or break. You know, people already talk about Bob Chapek the way they do. So we'll see. Some other exciting news that we have is we finally have at least an opening time frame for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot. I keep I don't know why I always say I want to say Universal, but it's at Epcot. This is very exciting. I mean, everything that we have seen from the concept art and the things that we've heard about the attraction in terms of the launching system the possible animatronics that we're gonna get i mean in that concept art the the way the queue is supposed to look it's i hopefully it's as beautiful as the concept art is making it out to seem especially the ride system you know it this ride is going to be a lot of first for epcot in in many ways so I, i'm very excited you know we again summer 22 is the time frame i'm sure we'll get an exact date uh as as time goes by as we get closer to summer it's also just nice to have at least a time frame for the opening of this attraction. Uh, unlike the other attraction that's stuck in like construction heck. And I'll, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> you, you probably already know which one I'm talking about. I'm very excited. They have, already, they've already put out the Nova core star blaster out in front of the building, which I believe is serving as the attractions marquee, you know, the sign that says, Hey, this is guardians. Uh, and it's looking beautiful from photos and videos that I've seen. I personally haven't been over there to, to see it in person, but it's looking awesome. Uh, <laughs> and it's very funny because on Disney, like TikTok, they had one of the construction guys, uh, I don't remember his, I don't remember the fellow's name, but they had him be like, man, if you had told me, if you had told me when I was little that I'd get to grow up and build a Nova Core Star Blaster, I wouldn't have believed you in a million years. Um, and that's true because the Nova Core Star Blaster did not exist when he was a kid. Um, it's always funny when 
<laughs> the marketing make like gives a backstory for these things. If you want to build the Nova Core Star Blaster, just build it. It's fine. I promise we're going to enjoy it regardless. Uh, but that's all I really have to say. And on announcements on the Galactic, I'm getting my stuff mixed up. On <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, we should expect uh, an exact opening date, you know, pretty relatively soon. Coming up on He Who Should Not Be Named, we have the Tron Light Cycle Run. Um, we have an opening date of never, 2020, who knows? This is another one that has been stuck in construction heck. And it's this one has been the most frustrating because there has been ample of time for this to have been done. And it just hasn't. And this was a attraction that was would you say promise? I guess you would say promise to be open for the 50th anniversary. That is obviously not going to happen. Um, it's kind of uncertain whether this attraction would open in 2022. At this point, it seems that they've gotten the walkway to the attraction done. I believe they're still working on the overhead structure, that beautiful blue overhead thing. Who knows what the inside? I imagine the inside's done. Um, now, of course, you. You can attribute a lot of this delay to COVID. Um, you know, they once the shutdown happened, construction crews kind of were not allowed to work anymore. And for good reason, obviously. And then you get down the line to, you know, a little bit into the into the pandemic. And over across the pond, you have Universal who has protocols in place for construction and they continue work on Velocicoaster. Uh, I believe in, even in Japan, they continued working on Super Nintendo World and I, another attraction somewhere else that they also kept working on. And Universal opened back up. They had their Velocicoaster open. It is their best roller coaster probably ever. It is arguably one of their best attractions overall ever. And, you know, Universal has now that that upper hand with just Velocicoaster for getting it done during shutdown but tron light cycle run has stood there stagnant for who knows how long now of course financially i'm doing air quotes there was a setback because of the closures and stuff like that and a lot of plants got either canceled restructured or reassigned whatever it seems that tron light cycle run this is what i've been hearing is that they're waiting for a certain quarter to start for them to open Tron Light Cycle Run, I think the thinking is we'll get people down here for Cosmic Rewind and then they go back home and then we open Tron Light Cycle Run and we get them back down here for that and money, 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 right? I think that's the thinking, but it's very obvious Cosmic Rewind is definitely going to be opening first before Tron Light Cycle Run. And if you can, if you look at some of the concept art for Tron Light Cycle Run, you know how in the concept arts, there's usually Tron Light Cycle Run has a huge marquee on the beautiful blue, uh, I keep want to say sculpture, the structure. Apparently, they're not doing that anymore. In a different concept art, you can see where it says Tron Light Cycle Run on this tiny little marquee that's going to be outside of, in front of the traction, which is very disappointing to see. Um, if that really is the case, that that big Tron Light Cycle Run's not going to be on there. That's kind of sad. So Tron Light Cycle Run right now, we have absolutely zero idea when that's going to open. If it even does, obviously I'm kidding. It's going to open, but we'll just, time will tell, I guess. 
Heading on over back to Epcot. Now, I know what you're thinking, uh, Hector. We were just talking about Cosmic Rewind. Why didn't you talk about Epcot then? Look, I'm only organized to a certain extent in my notes, <laughs> only to a certain extent. So please <laughs> don't yell at me. Uh, but yeah, we're here at Epcot. The most, you know, most beautiful girl in school lives here. Speaking of the most beautiful girl, unfortunately, uh, Spaceship Earth, the revamp is paused indefinitely. That is something we know now. Uh, originally, what was going to happen is the ride was going to shut down for an extensive refurbishment, uh, kind of reimagining, I guess you could say. It was revealed that the first couple of scenes were only going to be enhanced with, I believe, new effects, new lighting, uh, maybe some tweaks here and there to some of the story. And after a certain part, it would be just completely new stuff. So that was something I was looking forward to. I do love the Spaceship Earth attraction. So that's kind of very sad. The Moana water walkthrough attraction, who knows? <laughs> we have no real time frame for that. No, we haven't heard much about that either as of late. I assume it's still happening. It's in the Epcot experience video. <laughs> so uh, as long as it's there, it means it's happening, I guess. The, the way it looks, it just still looks like construction. Who knows? Another thing, Mary Poppins, unfortunately, RIP'd, pour one out for Miss Poppins. We all know the Cherry Lane expansion in UK is no longer. That has kind of been pulled. The short little section, the Mary Poppins section from the Epcot Experience video is cut. That's no longer in there. That's how you know that it's gone completely, unfortunately. The Connections Cafe, which is going to be taking place of the Electric Umbrella. We have heard a little bit about that. We've seen concept art. They are moving, I think, fast on that to get that open. So again, no real time frame, no opening date on that piece of news. The Play Pavilion, I personally, this is not a rumor or anything that I have heard. The Play Pavilion, I 100% believe is not going to happen. I don't know why. I just don't think after COVID and where their money and priorities are at, I don't feel that the play pavilion is going to happen. That could just be me. The The little play pavilion section is still in the Epcot experience. The Epcot experience is like the, the mighty conch, the magic conch. You ask it what's going to be it and it'll what's going to be an Epcot and it'll tell you. The play pavilion section is still in the, that show. So I guess for now, it's still officially happening. Now, the one thing that I really, really, really want more than anything on this planet, is the Festival Center. If you look at the Blue Sky concept art that they had and that they showed at D23, there is this building that is like high in the sky. It's behind Spaceship Earth, and it is supposedly the new Festival Center. It is a beautiful building that, again, is is elevated. It, has, it looked like it would have this beautiful view over World Showcase. I mean, the, it, again, it's beautiful. Look... The most beautiful girl in school deserves every beautiful thing it could possibly ever receive ever. Okay. And I'm just going to say that right now. And you could even also go to the roof, which looked like it was filled with greenery. It was planned to have green all over the place, plants, flowers, trees, who knows what they could do up there, but it looks so incredible. It looks so wonderful, so beautiful, so Epcot. And I am so scared that it is cut again because of budgets and financials. I am so, so, so scared that this is no longer there. I will cry. I will, I will literally get into fetal position, not eat for a month straight if this is scrapped. 
I will lose my mind. So anyway, let's go to the next part. And yeehaw! Well, the only news we really have for Hollywood Studios is that Woody's Roundup Rodeo Barbecue is also apparently opening this year, 2022. Now, before I had planned on never doing this show, I knew that I was going to make fun of Woody's Roundup because it just seemed like it was this building that was just there now that they would never do anything with. And they, you know, no time frame was given, but apparently it will open 2022. I had also joked around that they meant December 31st, 2022, right at the last minute. But what's interesting about that announcement, I am looking forward to the barbecue place. I I love barbecue. Uh, uh, you know, I could devour a nice rack of ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili. So pulled pork, give it to me, coleslaw. Who knows what they'll have, but I'm hoping it's those things. One interesting thing that they did announce in that blog post though where they made that announcement is that they're also opening up jesse's trading post uh i'll read you what it have what they have written here andy discovered jesse's trading post playset tucked away in the attic and is bringing it downstairs to set up shop full of the coolest toys and finest souvenirs handpicked by the rootinous tootinous cowgirl so the the way that they kind of mentioned this it sounds like it's a building however i'm not sure what it sounds like a just a gift shop kind of thing um or or a just standalone store i assume if it is a real store you walk into and there's like shelves and stuff i can only imagine it will be attached to woody's roundup rodeo barbecue because i'm trying to think of like other spaces that it could be in and as far as I know, that that might be the only logical place where it would fit. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Um, just an, another place where you can get your your, mer- your merch and Toy Story gear. It's going to be a uh, rootinous, tootinous time <laughs> from Jesse. I love the Toy Story land, you know, aside from there being absolutely no shade whatsoever. I love it. I, I really do enjoy it. Slinky Dog Dash is it's so much fun. I even love the spinning one, even though... It makes a lot of my my loved ones sick, <laughs> but I enjoy it. So yeah, we'll just have to see what kind of uh, souvenirs and toys or merch they sell at this new uh, new store. The biggest and and final thing that we have to talk about today is D twenty three coming up in September. Uh, that'll be occurring on September 9th, tenth, and eleventh. Of course, D twenty three is every two years. Uh, It should have been last year, but of course, however, due to COVID, they had to delay it, cancel it, move it back to this year. So coming back to D23, we are expecting some very big, exciting announcements from the parks panel. I'm sure there'll be cool stuff, you know, from the other panels as well. I'm especially looking forward to Marvel's as a huge Marvel fan and fan of the MCU now. It's uh, I'm very excited for that. But anyway, let's get back to the parks. So we're expecting a lot of big news here. And again, as I said earlier, there are three things, I think, specifically. Guardians, Tron, and Galactic Star Cruiser. Galactic Star Cruiser coming up first, I feel, are very make-or-break things for the company, for people in charge. You know, one of these things, I feel, will go not as planned, and I it's it's looking like it's Galactic Star Cruiser. And again, I don't wish for any of them to go wrong. I I want all experience to be great, incredible, and fun. But it's thus far, it's looking like it's gonna be Star Cruiser. They're really gonna have to bring it. 
this year for D23. I'm talking like crazy announcements, surprises, promises that actually need to be kept, uh, you know, and I feel if there was ever a time now, this one, I think is just me wishing upon a star. I don't think this would currently happen under where we're at now, but I am kind of holding out hope for a new park announcement. And even though it sounds outlandish, it sounds crazy, maybe even far-fetched. I want to say this right now. So that way, if it does happen, you can all look back at me and think, wow, Hector five head over here. He, he saw it coming. He knew it, but I feel that the time is almost here for a fifth gate. Now, of course, Walt Disney world, we have all the space on the planet. They could build seven more gates, five Disney Springs. That may be a little bit over-exaggerated of a number, <laughs> but you know, we have the space, we have the land to do it. It, you know, universal is only catching up. I, and not even just catching up, I feel they have the upper hand currently. Uh, not to pit both against each other. You know, look, this is the thing about the theme parks. Regardless of the quote-unquote beef or whatever, there's always one winner and it's us, right? Because we get a bunch of entertainment, we get a bunch of cool stuff. But right now, optically, Universal's got that upper hand, man. That Velocicoaster really up them up uh I'm going to say up again, just for safe measure, you know, that really boosted their status. You know, they've got other cool stuff coming, especially with Epic Universe on track. You know, they already mentioned that if they could go back and do one thing is, is and change one thing is to not slow down construction on that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I feel that it's close. We're getting close. And even if a fifth gate was happening, I feel maybe we've already we already would have caught wind of that, but who knows? Maybe they're good at keeping secrets. Uh, I just feel like a fifth gate is, it's almost there. It's ready. I feel like we need it. So D23, that's going to be the big one to keep an eye on. Uh, I'll be covering that when, when that happens, when that goes on and we'll see. But from that, I think that's going to be it for all my news, all my commentary, however you want to describe it. If you made it this far, I want to say thank you so much for bearing with me uh, through this first episode. I am going to try and make the show as best as I possibly can with as much excitement, hilarious commentary, and just, you know, whatever it takes to, to produce something fun and exciting and enjoyable to listen to. So again, thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, critiques, you know, shoot them my way on Instagram at postpark broadcast, uh, email us, email us, email me at postpark, uh, or an email is just postparkbroadcast at gmail.com. Uh, let me know what you guys thought of this first episode, please. I am always so open to critique criticisms, anything I can do to make this show enjoyable and just the best it can be. So also for next week's episode, I'll be doing kind of the same thing I did today, but for Universal Studios Orlando. In addition to that, though, I'll be sharing my experiences at Mardi Gras. The Mardi Gras Festival at Universal Studios Orlando is starting very soon. I will be going for the first concert event. I'm going to go see Sugar Ray. That's fun. Uh, gonna do, gonna test out the food, have some drinks. I eat and I drink for you guys. You know, this is this is for you. So <laughs> I'm very excited to share that with you guys. I will see you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I can't wait to see you in the parks. Uh, bye.